Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10 or 20, 30 years to wait for answers to their illness? And that's important to know. Also, this is the only health show out there right now where the information does not come from interest groups and medical funding with strings attached and botched research and lobbyists and internal kickbacks, persuaded belief systems, private panels of influencers, and health field payoffs or trendy traps even that are in both conventional and alternative medicine out there. The information that comes here, the health information that you sh- that I share with you right here, comes from a pure, untampered with, advanced, clean source that's not contaminated with the past. Contaminated with the past and sometimes even the present, meaning where money goes, where interest groups go, where they fund what studies, put, putting their thumb on the scales of the studies to make it work so the investors stay on board, all that in both alternative and conventional medicine, and then information you know, spreading through that territory and then becoming trendy by experts that people trust and love, and then end up, you get duped in the end with information that just isn't right because something is wrong with it. And you're not going to get that in this show. The, the information here comes from a higher source, a source separate from that, completely separate from all of the noise in the health field. The spirit of compassion, the gift that was I was given. Today's show is about restless legs syndrome or restless legs <laughs> or the condition restless legs. Are any of you um, suffering from restless legs at all or maybe don't know that that's what it is, restless legs? We're going to kind of tear into restless legs. It's kind of funny sometimes, some parts of it, but yet it's not funny what people go through. Today's show is about restless legs, about you know identifying what's going on with the restless legs. Like, where's it coming from? Is it restless legs that you have? Millions of people are dealing with some kind of restless leg issue. <laughs> the name restless legs, and you know, and they're dealing with it, and it's no fun, no fun at all. So that's what today's show is about. Go to my website, medicalmedium.com. You know, check check out the things that I got going on, you know, and and Instagram too. Everybody's telling their stories about their healing. They're holding up their celery juices and their lives are being changed. And if you need inspiration or this is the first time listening to the show, you need to take a look at this. Seriously, I get inspired every day, re-inspired every day. I get beaten down a little bit. You know, the minute I get beaten down a little bit, you know, with the noise out there and... Um, and the fact that, you know, the, I, I want this information out there so bad because I see the people suffering and, you know, and you just start getting, you just take your, your, you just start getting wary on your journey a little bit. All you got to do is look at Instagram and you see that and, you know, and Facebook and everything else. And you see everybody's story, especially Instagram that we got going on. So check that out. Um, and, uh, check out the thyroid healing book. Check it out. It's not just even, I mean, it's, it covers everything from A to Z about what no one knows about the thyroid. That's number one. 
and every question you've ever had about the thyroid from iodine. Is it good, bad? I mean, you see information out there from other um, experts and they got it all wrong with iodine. I'm sorry, but they do. You'll see, is it good? Is it bad? You'll see what happens if you're missing a thyroid, like how it's not the end of the world for so many reasons. And I give you, I talk about it and no one talks about this stuff because that's the whole point. That's what we do on the show too. But the thyroid healing book though, it's a, it's, it goes all, it goes deep into Epstein Barr. It goes deep into the great mistakes that I haven't even explained thoroughly on this show of what you have to look out for to protect yourself. And I go deep into insomnia. Deep into insomnia like never before. I mean, that's just a fraction of what's in here. So check it out. Lock down a copy. I'm so excited that I, I can't even stand myself right now. <laughs> I got to tell you, because it was a brutal, grueling process of getting the information from Spirit, making sure it was in that book. And it was just, it was mind numbing because, first of all, the information. A lot of it, I never even knew. I had to find out from Spirit, like brand new information. I had questions I've never asked Spirit about or thyroid and everything else. Spirit was telling me that your healthy thyroid can help somebody's unhealthy thyroid heal. You got to get the book to know how that works. It is so mind-blowing that my head almost exploded. Literally, you know, like the commercials and people's head, you know, the heads explode because they can't believe the information and that's in there. And I can't even explain it, you know, on the radio show because it's a word for word from spirit. I can't do it justice. It's it's in the book. So uh, so check that out. Check that out if you can. Hey, listen, you know, restless legs. Let's go into that right now. Let's do some restless leg stuff. Um you might, someone might see this show and say, oh, Restless Legs. They see the title of the show, Restless Legs, be like, I don't have that. No, it, it, it's more than that. It's more than that. And because Restless Legs is, it's not even, it's about other conditions creating Restless Leg Syndrome. So, I mean, we, we got to cover some stuff here. We're going to cover some territory. And, you know, my first Restless Leg case that came to me, where they were telling me that they were up all night because their legs, they had to move their legs around. And it wasn't from like a car accident. It wasn't from like, you know, some type of injury, injury. And they had to move their legs around. I was 14 years old and I was in the grocery store where I worked. I was a stock boy. And, um, and that's where I built my first clientele. Even though I, I gave people advice um, from spirit long before that, including my grandmother at age four. But the point is, is that, that, um, at age 14, so there's building, building my more serious clientele. It was all the customers in the store. It was a grocery store and, and I would do readings, um, and built up a clientele. And this first, this, this first restless leg client came to me. So, um, and I was asking spirit questions, and then giving answers. And then and I was I was interested in this one. You know, because you know, when you're a kid, especially when you're 14 years old, you know, it, it's it, – it, you have to hear – I had to hear spirit. I had to know all the answers for people. And – but some things interested me more than others. Now, you know, I'm interested in everything. You know, of course, uh, everything there is. 
um, that spirit has to say. But, you know, when spirit was telling me about things about the moon or the stars or you, that was, that was more interesting to me because I would push spirit and say, listen, spirit, tell me, tell me really, tell me about the moon and really how it works. You know, tell me about the stars, how it works. You know, tell me, tell me about our soul. Tell me about our soul more, you know, all these different things. And that, that interested me more. And so, but restless legs, and there's so many conditions that I would know from spirit, some were interesting, some were not to me at 14 and at 10 and at 11 and at 12 or whatever. And restless legs was interesting to me because I was like, what do you mean restless? What do you mean you're restless? And, and I was, I was telling my client, I was telling her, asking her, you know, what do you mean? And she was like, well, you know, I, I haven't slept in like three days. And then I get so tired. I finally sleep because I fall asleep because the exhaustion is so heavy that it overrides the movement of my legs, needing to have to move them. And I was like, this, this is mind blowing at 14. I was like, what? And, (laughs) and so she explained that, you know, every night she goes to bed, she reads a book, she reads something calming and soothing, relaxes and, you know, and, um, has a cup of tea. And I made sure I said, well, first of all, what kind, were you talking about black tea? Are you having black tea before you go to bed? And she goes, no, no, it's, 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 it's the cat. It's, there's no caffeine. You know, it's, it's a cup of a chamomile tea. I said, oh, okay, okay. That's fine. Cause you know, don't do any coffee or black tea before bed. I'm just letting everybody know that. I'm sure you guys all know that. I, although I've run across some people that are like, I could drink coffee and go right to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was you buddy. I wish I was you. <laughs> that means you're indestructible. Anyway. No, but there are people that can do that, right? And so the de- <laughs> so the deal is is that she, you know, she so she and then she would turn off the light and she would lay there and as she just started falling asleep, all of a sudden she'd get this urge to have to shift her leg. Like a, a tickle would happen. A tickle. Not an itch, and I'm going to talk about that too. I'm going to talk about like an itch. <clears throat> a tickle would happen, and she would have to. It, are, are you getting that same thing? Spirit just told me somebody out there has that same problem that's listening right now. That somebody has that same problem, right? So you know what it is. Um, all right. So so exactly exactly. And so yeah. And and okay. That person's name is Mary. By the way, Spirit just said that person's name is Mary who's having that problem right now. So anyway, here's how it works. So this tickle comes on and she has to then shift her leg and then shift it again, shift it again. The other leg shifted again. The other leg shifted again. And it gets to the point where every time she starts to doze out, like she knows she's falling asleep. She knows she's about to fall asleep. The tickle comes on and, and she's moving her legs. It gets down to, you know, now it's 1130 at night. She's moving her legs. She's falling asleep, but then has to move her legs. Now she's kind of flipping on her side. So she flips on her side, puts a pillow between her legs, and then feels the tickle, a little vibration and a tickle in the leg. And it's just deep, but she can't even touch it or scratch it, she said. Okay? 
and she's trying to doze off, and now it's 1230 at night. Now it's 1230 at night. I can't forget it because she pulled me aside, explained the entire thing to me, and, and wanted answers from spirit. And, you know, and so 1 o'clock. Now it's 1 o'clock, she said. And just, this is the pattern. And she's flipped on her other side. Now she's up out of bed because she has to pee. Now she has to pee. And so she pees, she gets up, and that wakes her up. Now she's back in bed reading. And then you start all over again. You wind down. You don't feel the tickle. You're reading. Too tired to read now. So tired. It's quarter to two. And we click off the light, she said. And we're back to square one for another round. Same thing. Tickle in the leg. And an irresistible kind of feeling in there. To have to move and shift. Same thing all over again. Lays on her side, almost dozing off. Almost falling asleep again. Time this this cycle's done, it's four in the morning. Four in the morning. Finally, just totally, she gets up, has to pee again. She pees. Now she's awake. Now it's 4.30 coming on a quarter to five. Now the anxiety sets in. Now the anger. Now the frustration. Just being, just, just being pissed off now. And finally, though, between no sleeping, she forces herself to relax, lay down. She feels the tickle a little bit, and then body conks, falls asleep. And she has to sleep till 10, whatever it is. Gets up, exhausting night. That's restless leg syndrome. That's one of the kind of varieties. Because, because you know, that was at 14 years old. She was telling me the story. I was 14. And, you know, that, that, was, that was interesting to me. You know, and because my mind would say, come on. Spirit knew that this, well, this was serious. Spirit told me to behave and care and behave. And, and because I didn't understand it. Spirit said, look, it's because of, this is because of a neurological condition she was dealing with. I was like, oh, neurological. Because in my rational 14-year-old mind, I was like, what, what could be tickling? What could be tickling? But spirit taught me that there was always something going on in somebody's body. So I had, okay, it was neurological. And then all the information that spirit taught me already before age 14, and also giving me the information right there, it just, you know, I added all the dots together. It was neurological. Then I was asking questions, questions that she wasn't asking anymore. Because I was on to it now, because spirit said it was neurological. Spirit taught me what neurological means, all the different nerves in the body. Already by age 14, I was already being trained. You guys also know the story where spirit put me through that whole cemetery training process, that brutal process. It was no fun. I, I wrote about it a little bit in book one, you know, when I was younger than 14. That was at the end of it. I didn't do the cemeteries anymore. Spirit had me walk into these cemeteries. And, and, and try to figure out how people died. You know, like, did they die of a heart attack? Did they die of, you know, something terrible? Did they die of an accident? Did they die of a disease? What, how did they die? Did they die of a cancer, a non-cancer? You know, and I have, to, I have to figure out how all these people died to really hone and craft and, and, and strengthen the ability I had within myself that Spirit wanted me to have in case my ears got injured and damaged because I hear Spirit in real time, like someone standing there. Like in real time, the real thing, 
Meaning it's not in my head. It's not information that comes through. It's I'm hearing like you're hearing my voice with your own ear as if you stuck your finger in your ear to block it. It's you're hearing me through your headset or whatever it is that you're listening to me through your computer. And, and so in case something terrible happened to my ear where I hear spirit through, um, spirit wanted me also to have an ability that I could get in touch with spirit with that could bypass the voice if needed be. So I had to do all the cemetery training. Um, and you know, and also live people too, of course, obviously that was a given that was happening no matter what, but spirit wanted both training would happen to people. And, but the thing is here is, is with this restless leg thing was neurological. So now I was asking questions. Sorry, I go on a, a, sorry, I go on a, I take you guys off track a little bit. Just, just bear with me. Some of you are probably like, there he goes again. He's going into another, another thing. So I was asking, it's neurological. Where in the nervous system? The brain? Where? Where was this? Where was this one? And Spirit said this was, this was in the brain. This was in the brain, this one. So she was having a tickle in her leg that was coming from a signal, coming from the brain, from a heavy metal deposit in a certain part of her brain that she had it in certain part of the brain. It was in the right lobe from what I remember. And, and so it was about getting these heavy metals out. What she was experiencing was an electrical impulse, trying to find a new path. It was running into the mercury deposit and trying to find a new path. This is different than the Parkinson's thing that I talk about. It was finding a new path because it wasn't a large deposit of mercury. It was a smaller deposit of mercury that was in a certain spot. And it was trying to, the electrical impulse was trying to go around this avenue and try to discover new, a new territory. It can carry information and deliver information. And at night, she wasn't using the other side of the brain so much. She was winding down to go to sleep. So she, see, during the day, she'd be using the other side of her brain so much with all the things she had to do between work and keeping busy and all these things and chores and tasks and taking care of uh, family members and everything else she did. That other side, there's so much electrical activity was going so fiercely through the other side. It overrode this tickle. And when all that other, when that side calmed down, when it calmed down, it was, it was now that one little electronic, one, sorry, one little electrical impulse on the other side of the brain that needed to find its path that was getting, that was getting heard or felt, causing a tickle down the leg. So we got rid of it because I was in the grocery store. And I already had the grocery store manager, the, the, the grocery store manager, produce manager, order a lots of cilantro because I was selling lots of cilantro. If you knew what year this was and the time it was, it, it, cilantro didn't exist for heavy metal detox. There was no such thing. It, it, when I was age 14 telling people you needed cilantro to get rid of mercury, that didn't exist in any place, anywhere, anyhow, any existence on any level, just letting you know. 
And that's what also makes this whole thing flush frustrating is you got all these these new practitioners and new doctors coming out and they're I call them hot dogs and shotguns, they're coming out and they're they're angry at some of us older guys that know so much and they just, you know, they think they're up on the latest stuff when it's it's ridiculous. I say this because uh, you should I mean what I've been through over the years is unbelievable. I've had people trying to tell me about cilantro. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I remember I was <laughs> I remember I was somewhere, you know where I was at a lecture or something like that, meaning my own lecture. And I was at doing my lecture. It was, it was before I went on, and a couple of people they came up to me. It was a long time ago, and they came up to me, and they were like, you know, because I was telling telling people how spirulina took out heavy metals better than corella. And they're like, no, you know, cilantro does. Cilantro takes out heavy metals and spirulina, just so you know. I said, just so you know, I was 14 years old, and I, you weren't even thinking about becoming a practitioner. I don't know. You probably were one years of age. I don't even know what, whatever it was. And I was telling people about cilantro through spirit, through spirit, and nobody knew. It wasn't even in a, in a book anywhere, never mind anywhere. So... But the point is, is that I, 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 you know, the cilantro was stacked up in this grocery store, stacked up. And I just said, you're going to take celery and you're going to take cilantro. We're going to do the mineral salts. So the mineral salts drive to the brain, mineral salts and celery, celery juice. Not, never let anybody talk you out of celery juice. Never, never, never let anybody professionally talk you out of celery juice meaning because they're trying to trying to use some kind of fact or some kind of some kind of figure or some kind of bogus anything study that doesn't it doesn't even exist or did exist for who knows what reason and they're trying to tell you celery is not good celery juice is not good i've seen that before i've seen people trying to talk celery juice down i mean god only knows why they would the mineral salts that are undiscovered in celery juice that are undiscovered i can't talk about this enough Science doesn't even know. Science just thinks there's sodium in celery. That's all. Sodium. No. It's a complex sodium blend that science hasn't even chemically separated at all. It's a complex mineral salt blend that only drives to the brain in a way nothing does. Nothing does. It's the ultimate neurotransmitter chemical to help that electrical impulse do what it needs to do so it doesn't die out and your brain doesn't die. That's what celery juice can do. That's what celery juice can do, you guys. So, so big, some 14 years old, I'm in the grocery store. I walk over. We're stocked. We're, we're stacked with cilantro. Back then, nobody even knew what it was. It was just this weed. It was a weed. People would walk by it and say, what is that, a weed? What, did somebody pull that out of the street, out of the side of the road? It's a weed. And, you know, and I said, you're going to juice this? You're going to juice, you know, two bunches of cilantro every single day? And you're going to juice the celery, so right, so these celery stalks right here? And you're going to juice them? And there wasn't a good juicer. There wasn't a good juicer. They're barely a good juicer. Had the centrifuge, the first, you know, centrifuges. They would just be like, they just like grind and spit pulp and it, it just burn. It would burn everything, burn the juice. Just the juice would come out brown. And, you know, and then there's blenders. 
And she said, well, I don't have a juicer. I, I can't get a juicer right now. I said, well, you know, you're going to take your blender and you're going to blend these two up. You're going to blend these two up and you're going to strain it. And she did. She did it every single day. And I go, and you're going to add celery into your soups. You're going to add cilantro into your soups. You're going to add cilantro into your guacamole now. I taught her how to eat guacamole. I said, you're going to add – now, avocado was considered bad for you, bad for you in that day. It was the enemy. Avocado was the enemy. It was considered poisonous and, and heart damaging. That's what it was. I swear to God, that's what it was considered. And so, so it was about getting all these things in her. And guess what? It turned around. It turned around. Now, there weren't any miracle supplements at this point. I'm just telling you right now. When I was 14, there weren't no miracle supplements. So we have so many things that the alternative medicine field did give us, thank God, which is incredible miracles. And they did it by scratching and clawing and suffering. A lot of these guys have suffered to give us what we have today. They did it underfunded with honest studies, with honest funding, with, you know, they did, and it's not a lot of that. There's not a lot of that, but we have some miracle supplements of today and we have some heroes, incredible heroes that are doctors today, you know, in the fields and and so we have better chances of fixing things like restless legs. But she fixed, she fixed it fast, and it was a miracle. It was a miracle. She would walk into the store, and when she would see me, you know, putting cans of soup on the shelf, cans of soup on the shelf. That's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. And she would see me. The minute she would see me as she was pushing a carriage, she would scream. She would scream. Uh, everybody in the entire grocery store would hear it and thought something either terrible, terrible happened or something great happened. But whatever it was, she would scream top of her lungs and then and then rush over to me, knock over my cans and stuff, all excited. Give me a hug right there in the store. And, you know, and so that was the first restless leg syndrome that I've ran into case, restless legs case that I ran into and I learned from at age 14. Let's talk about like the different levels of restless leg. You can have the different kinds. Some people get an itch, an itch. Their legs get itchy. Their legs are itchy. They're scratching their legs. They're scratching their legs and they can't reach the itch. They can't reach the itch. This is one variety of restless legs. They can't reach the itch. They're scratching and they can't get the itch soothed because it's not on the surface. It's not a itchiness on the surface. Then they're moving their legs around, moving their legs around all night long. And so that's one variety. That's a virus. That's a virus. That's a shingles family virus. Causes the itch you can't scratch. That's mean you have some shingles in you. So you got to go antiviral with that. You know, all the different shingle stuff. Like, you know, look at book one and look at the shingle section and just look at those supplements there. That alone is, has the power to help. But that's, that's the shingles variety. Another form of restless legs is sciatica, sciatic nerve, sciatica, sciatica. Everybody says it different. And in, in that issue right there, the sciatic issue, that nerve, and the tibial nerve, sciatic nerve, runs down the piriformis. That nerve right there runs down the back of the butt. 
that could get hot and, and agitated. Even if it doesn't hurt sometimes, it can get hot and agitated and still give you restless legs. Sciatic nerve problems, if they're not from an injury, from a disc becoming you know fractured and all kinds of other problems, if it's not from a real disc issue, then that's also shingles. That's also viral. Sciatic nerve issues cause a lot of restless leg issues. Even if you don't feel the pain from the sciatic nerve, the sciatic nerve can still be problematic, causing restless legs, causing problems. And, you know, so it's, you know, you want to go antiviral. You want to, you, and if you do have a real sciatic issue and you've got a nerve issue there and back pain and stuff, you've got to do ice at night, pack of ice underneath there at night, get it nice and cold. Don't burn your skin with the ice, but get it nice and cold. And then a little warm heat in the morning. That's a great way to get the nerve to stop being so inflamed from the virus, from the virus, from the shingles virus. Shingles virus tends to get in the lower back. Epstein-Barr has done that too per- periodically in different people in different times. I've seen that on the scans and I've seen that with Spirit talking to, t- talking to Spirit about it. But the shingles virus has done a lot more with lower backs than any virus that's around. So the shingles really you know, has done its number with the sciatic nerve problems. You see, often people, the, the nerve starts to inflame and it moves the disc. Some people say, I don't know how I got bulging discs. I really don't lift anything heavy. I really don't move anything heavy. They just started bulging out. I got all this back pain. A lot of time, the, the virus, the shingles virus, inflames, swells up the nerves in the lumbar, forcing the discs to move and become displaced, causing nerves to get squeezed. So that's a whole thing. It's a whole nother restless legs problem. Okay. It's a whole nother. And then there's the restless legs that come from the intestinal tract. What a pain in the butt that restless leg syndrome is. So you got all these people with restless legs is what I'm trying to say. They all got different reasons what does medical research and science do? They pin it to one label, restless legs. You go to the doctor and it's like, yeah, you got restless legs. Okay, uh, done. Uh, Mrs. Ferguson, you're, you're, yep, you got it. Okay, just writing up a prescription right here for, uh, you know, a medication. And there you go. Off you go. Try this. And, and look, I respect that, actually. I respect that. Because sometimes a medication of some kind, some of them, some of them, not all of them, of course, but some of them can take the edge off of some people suffering and give them, give them an edge so they can heal in other ways. So I'm not, I'm not anti-medication for some people. I like, what, I like many things that conventional medicine offer in all kinds of different ways. It's incredible what, what it offers. And same thing with alternative medicine. But you got to pick and choose you got to pick and choose or you might lose. So you have to be cautious and make sure you pick and you choose right. And that's, that's, about, that's what we like to do with the show is make sure that you can have that ability to pick and choose right when you can. So you know you got more insight, more direction. So you don't end up losing out on something or not getting better for a while or whatever it is. So the restless legs of the intestinal tract is really annoying because it's about food moving through your colon and making a problem, making a stink, (laughs) food moving through your colon. And what this means is a little bit of gastritis because of bacteria, a little bit of gastritis 
because of inflammation from bacteria. Gastritis alone, those gas bubbles moving through. Someone else knows the spirits telling me now, somebody else in the audience right now knows what I'm talking about. They're actually like pushing in their stomach right now as they're listening to this. And so as the gas bubbles are moving through the intestinal tract, they're, they're, they're hitting areas like inflamed areas, little diverticulitis from some old E. coli or old streptococcus, little diverticulitis, a little diverticuli. They're little, little pits, little pits inside the lining. Gas bubble goes by that. And, and this can cause restless legs without even knowing because there's nerves, nerves all going to the intestinal tract. It's loaded with nerves, loaded with nerves. And nerve endings are actually going to our gut, our intestinal tract. Our, our intestinal tract, small intestinal tract, large intestinal tract, stomach, duodenum, everything, all of it, sigmoid, all of it. All of our intestinal tract is, uh, alias equal, all that is all attached to nerves. It's our second nervous system. I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> it's basically like our second nervous system. That's what it is. So you got, you got. The intestinal tract being the restless leg maker, it's one of the most common and one of the most, you know, it's one of the most annoying, but most common one out there. Most instigative, really, is what a lot of people are dealing with, intestinal tract issues. Gas bubbles moving through the lining of the intestinal tract, keeping you up all night. Food moving through the intestinal tract, the colon going around the bend, food trying to squeeze out of that ileocec, right out of that ileum, trying to squeeze out of that valve and get into the colon. Food trying to squeeze and get into the colon and then go up around the bend, hitting sensitive spots where nerves are attached to them and nerves are ringing off. You might not even feel it, but it sends signals and sensations down to the lower half of your body, lower half. They so at the doctor's office, you're like, I don't know why I just get, can't get comfortable with my legs and I got to put pillows underneath them and I got to lift up my legs and I got to do just, I, I can't get the rest and, and I don't know what it is. Doctor says, well, here's a sleeping pill. Here's a sleeping pill. That's what they use for restless legs. They just offer sleeping pills a lot of times, which I don't like. But they just, you know, they offer sleeping pills. And, 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 but really what's happening is we got intestinal tract issues, intestinal tract disorders. So that's one thing that we have to understand. And then there's another thing. Then there's restless leg syndrome due to the liver, the liver causing restless legs, the liver causing restless legs. That will do it. That will do it. How will it do it? If the liver's unhappy, if it's, if it's overheated because it's so overburdened and overworked, filled with viruses, poisons, poisons from the past, old DDT from your great-grandfather, just, just filled with too much junk, pesticides, herbicides, 
from, you know, insecticides, from whatever, just you getting exposed to. And I'm not talking about on food. Just we get exposed to it everywhere from drift, from, from down the street, a uh, uh, condo complex down the street, uh, apartment complex down the street. And, you know, and there's a uh, insecticide guy just doing a big spray all around the building. And you're, you live down the street and you're standing out there getting ready to go to your car and it's just being drifted into you. This is the world we live in today. This is the world we live in today. And, you know, the liver has to take all that in nonstop. Everything, it's got to take it all in. It's got to take it. Our adrenaline, when our adrenals are running, you know, are freaking out because we're under stress and things are happening in our life. We're under whatever kind of stress. There's tons of different levels of stress. I won't go into all of them because it might be stressful. So, but the liver has to take on everything. And suck it all up. It has to suck it up. You know, and it's really annoying. And what it does, it starts getting hard. And you got some viruses in there like Epstein-Barr, and it's starting to cause scar tissue, feeding off of all the poisons. You can stop that. You can stop Epstein-Barr from causing scar tissue in the liver. You just got to stop feeding it. Do a little cleansing. Do the right foods. Lots of wild blueberries, fruits and vegetables and everything. The celery juice, the wild blueberries. Things that I – in foundation. Things that I talk about as a foundation – for everybody but the liver it gets stagnant it gets sluggish it gets slow it gets unresponsive or it gets over responsive it gets angry it throws a tantrum it wiggles it squeezes you don't feel it you kind of feel it some people feel it some people don't spasms non-spasms you name it happens at any time people wake up at three in the morning with restless legs they fall asleep fine they sleep till three and now they're up they don't know what restless legs are keeping them up. And many of them do. They're like, oh, my legs aren't comfortable. I don't know what it is. I'm rolling around. I can't sleep. I got to get up and pee. That's the liver. That's a liver causing restless legs. That's another version of restless legs. It's the liver. So we got to take care of the liver. If you got a restless legs, if you think that's your kind, your style, but when you go to the doctor's office, and you know, God bless the doctors, it's not their fault. But you go, it's because of the training. It's the medical schools. They teach them all the stuff you're not supposed to know, <laughs> because it isn't it isn't what 300 million people are dealing with in chronic illness, or 200, you know, over 275 million at this point, really, with symptoms, mystery symptoms. I mean, mystery symptoms, and and plus chronic illness. And then the 200 million people with chronic illness. But the point is, is in medical school, I know because I have doctors tell me that are friends of mine. Then they'll say, look, you know, you wouldn't believe what they, they made us do in medical school. You wouldn't believe what they wasted, you know, how much time they wasted on things that don't even apply on any level to what, uh, to the army of sick people that we have today with chronic illness. I go, I know, because it's all grandfathered in. It's all, that's all grandfathered in. There's all kinds of like interest, interest groups and trusts and everything I talk about. It's all grandfathered in so that you don't learn what you need for to help for people today right now. It's just that's what it's about. And like, no, totally. I went to the best medical school there is. I've had doctors tell me the best, best medical school, the best one there is in this country right here, the best one. And they said, you wouldn't believe what they wasted their time on. And we knew it. 
Pet doctors tell tell me that the colleagues and them knew it as they were in there because times are changing right now. Times are changing where you can get information other places. So then you, in the old days when you were in medical school, you, you didn't know your time was being wasted because you were like, you were blocked out from that. Now there's so much information in so many different ways and areas with everything, including food and other things that... That you know when your time is being wasted. The times are changing. It's unbelievable what's happening. I can't wait to see what it's like 20 years from now. So the restless leg syndrome isn't just one thing. One thing. And you kind of, you know, you, 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 you kind of decode it. No, we got the liver. And what about the liver? It's more complicated with the with restless legs with the liver. You can have so many different things going on with the liver that don't show up on a blood test or a CAT scan or MRI. Like I said, the sluggishness, the liver heat, liver heat because it's over-detoxifying, trying to over-detoxify. It's desperate to over-detoxify a fatty liver. You know, sure, we can detect that, but we can't detect early pre-fatty liver. We can't detect that in medicine today. People have all these pre-fatty livers causing restless legs, that alone. That alone. Low hydrochloric acid, the very thing celery juice brings back to life with the miracle mineral salts that are in celery juice. Low hydrochloric acid coming, you know, I mean, in your stomach, being burned out. Bile, low bile production. You can have low bile production, not enough bile, not enough bile salts coming out of the liver. To, to break down food. See a food that's not broken down. See a food between low hydrochloric acid, low bile salts, all that being lowered in your gut. So food won't break down. So food is actually going through your intestinal tract unbroken down. I don't know if unbroken down's a word. Sorry about that, you guys. Going through your intestinal tract, non-broken down. <laughs> that's being silly. And the food is just going through and it's wreaking havoc. And it's rubbing against the intestinal tract. It's rubbing against sensitive spots in the intestinal tract. So you can have a liver problem and an intestinal tract problem. Two things causing your restless legs. I've seen people with both those things, okay, over the years, plus a viral condition like, like shingles, plus heavy metal condition in the brain, throwing off electrical impulses down neurons. I've seen people with all four things, four groups of ways you can get restless legs. And, that, and these, are the most, these are the most common mystery ways people don't know about that you get restless leg syndrome. And then there's the other ones. There's the other ones. Your spine's off. You know, something's going on with your spine. Um, um, SI joint. SI joint is getting frozen. It's getting frozen up. You know, you got calcifications all over the place. You can't get comfortable, but you can still fall asleep for most of the, most of those cases, most of those basic easy breezy restless leg cases, they don't last long and you fall asleep and you don't get tortured. There's a torture in restless legs that I've learned with people and what they've gone through that have made a life inconceivably livable or unlivable or unbearable. It, it made life torturous. I've seen restless legs make life torturous for some people. That's why I'm doing a show on it. I, I've seen it torment people to almost insanity, almost insanity because you don't sleep 
and it comes on. I've seen it come on with people's naps. They can't sleep at night. And then during the day, they can't take a nap because they're tired and they want to take a nap, but they're getting restless legs again. One good thing that can help with restless legs, if you can, take walks. If you have the ability to take walks, take walks. Walks are incredible for helping restless legs. They're incredible. If your sciatica nerve hurts too much, you have too much problems like that going on or flare-ups, you don't want to walk too much, but you want to walk around the house a little bit. You want to walk outside if you can. If you don't have that kind of thing and you got like the heavy metal deposit of restless legs in the brain and you want to walk a lot, you want to walk you want to stop using the other side of the brain so much and you want to use the side where the electrical impulse is hitting the mercury deposit a little bit more during the day. During the day, you want to use that more. But so walking, shutting things down in your mind and walking, present moment walking. In that present, you're walking. You're walking right along. And taking walks is very powerful for, for alleviating restless legs in the end. It's very helpful. And uh, let's go over a few supplements that can help. Like I said before, cilantro, heavy metal detox, because you could have restless legs due to heavy metals. There's no question if you're one of those. Believe me, you could. Lots of heavy metals in the brain. Lots of heavy metals in the brain. That's right. So, you know, so we want to do the cilantro, barley grass juice powder. My favorite is the Vimergy barley grass juice powder. Spirulina is a great one. A little bit of Dolce, Atlantic Sea Vegetables Dolce. Put it in the heavy metal smoothie, the wild blueberries. And the wild blueberries are incredible for restless legs. They really do help with the shingles virus. They help with the inflammation. They help with the brain. They help with the mercury. They help with the liver. They help with the liver in an amazing way. Celery juice is, is an ultimate, ultimate, ultimate restless leg cure as well. Very powerful for healing restless leg issues. Good old celery juice. That's right. Can't get sick of it. Can't get bored. How can you get bored with the truth? How can you get bored with something that really does work? That really does work. I mean, seriously, I had somebody tell me. I've had somebody tell me, oh, all you do is say celery juice. What do you know? That's what they said. What, what do you mean? So there's something that works, so don't – are you telling me not to use it? Are you telling me not to keep on getting people better like I've had over the last 35 years? Are you telling me hold the truth back from people? Oh, so what would you like me to say? Ham and eggs? Ham and eggs will help with their – you know, instead of celery juice. Let's do ham and eggs. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> so anyway, you guys um, – don't do ham and eggs for the people that might not have got that sarcastic humor. <laughs> Don't do ham and eggs. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so listen. Uh, supplements. Let's talk about some of the better supplement opportunities for this. With like, spirulina, like I said, the barley grass juice powder, uh, chaga mushroom powder. I like that one too from Vimergy. L-glutamine tends to help because sometimes restless legs can be with metals and with MSG deposits in the brain. MSG deposits in the brain. You know, one of, at, one of the, uh, at one of the events that I did, I don't know what it was, a year and a half ago. Um, I think it's a year and a half ago now, one of the events I did. I'm trying to remember which one it was. But somebody came on the stage. Somebody came on the stage and Spirit saw a, a massive deposit of MSG in their brain. 
massive deposit of MSG in their brain. So that's fixable. That's fixable. And so the person then said, well, you know, I do, my problem is in my head. It is, it is my, it is my head. You know, that's the problem there. And, um, and I said, well, it's an MSG deposit. You know, of course the spirit found it, found it for her. And she said on the stage, she said that she's been eating Chinese food six nights a week for the last 30 years, six nights a week for the last 30 years. This is at an event. Maybe some of you that were there might remember this. And Spirit knew it was an MSG deposit right there. That's not the first time I've run across that where someone had a problem in their head, whether it was a stroke they thought they had or they had or something else was going on, something's going on in their brain, so they were seen on an MRI or whatever it was. And Spirit would say, well, that's an MSG deposit that built up. L-glutamine, and that can cause restless legs like nothing can too. That's another thing. That's another restless legs causer. L-glutamine helps disassemble that MSG plus the heavy metal detox because wild blueberries helps take out MSG too. But the L-glutamine is a great supplement to take out MSG. GABA, I like GABA. That's for restless legs. That does help take the edge off for some people. Melatonin. Melatonin. You can start with a small dose, but you can do a larger dose of melatonin. You can do a larger dose. Talk to your practitioner if you're nervous about the doses or whatever, but you could do a larger dose. So a lot of practitioners know how high you can go. You can go really high with melatonin. So melatonin, you know, some people say, well, I take one milligram at night. It does nothing for me. I'm up with my restless legs. Take 10 milligrams of melatonin. See, there's, 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 you can buy a bottle of melatonin, 10 milligram capsule. There's a reason why it's 10 milligram capsule out there. You can buy melatonin, 20 milligram capsule. There's a reason why they have 20 milligram capsules because it, because it's helpful, because it works, and it's safe. So you could do, you can do melatonin, more of it, if you're one of those that doesn't mind melatonin. So that's another thing. Bacopa is an herb I like for the brain when it comes down to restless legs. So when you're dealing with restless legs, neurological problems that are giving you a symptom like restless legs, bacopa. Bacopa, B-A-C-O-P-A. I think that's the spelling. And um, the, the best Bacopa or whatever, just make sure you go to my directory so you know you go to Medical Medium because we did that as a service to make sure people knew what the best one they can find and locate them, the best kind. Always know that because some people aren't doing that. Some people, you know, they have their directories with the worst kind of supplement I've ever seen. Um, B12, B12. You know, get make sure you're doing the B12, methylcobalamin, adenosylcobalamin. That's a great one. Licorice root for the liver can be really helpful. Licorice root for the liver, calming the liver down, easing the liver, taking the heat off the liver, taking taking the hit off the liver. So the licorice root's really helpful for restless legs. It's a great one for restless legs. I'm just letting you know. Um, foods for restless legs, potato. One of the miracles for restless leg syndrome is potato. Steam a potato. I know potato is the antichrist, meaning to uh, the trendy, trendy uh, environment that we're in now in the health field that doesn't know anything about a potato. They'll, they'll tell you to eat something else, far, 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 just something terrible, but they'll say stay away from a potato. Potato is a very healing food. If you don't, if you don't believe me, go to Life Changing Foods. Life Changing Foods, the book, 
and read about what a potato does and why it's a miracle. And the amount of lysine in a potato to kill off Epstein-Barr and to kill off viruses that reside in livers causing restless leg syndrome. Potato is a good food. So don't be afraid of the lowly, lonely, sad potato. So (laughs) um, that's a great food. And uh, so, I mean, look, fruits and vegetables are great for restless leg syndrome. You don't have to eat them before bed, although a mango before bed, a delicious mango, one that's not so sour and acidy tasting because there's some ones that are just, they're just not good mangoes because there's so many different varieties of mangoes. You get a good mango. I would keep on trying to get a good mango. You get a good mango. That can really help with the electrical impulse heavy metal issue that you have in the brain keeping you up with restless leg syndrome. So mangoes can be helpful before bed as well. So that's a good a good food. Um, so, you know, just what basically the bottom line is there is hope with restless legs. You need to know this. It's not something that um, can torment you forever. There's answers for it and there's things you can do to really help with getting restless legs better. You don't have to live, you know, in this, and, you know, and that's what happened when I was 14 years old and I was talking to my client. My client said that they were – she was telling me I'm doomed. She was saying I'm doomed because it's going to torment me forever and I can't take it anymore. I said, no, don't, don't think that way. We can do something about it. And that I did assure her. And like I said before, she was better in no time, in no time from the restless legs. Focus on those heavy metals. Focus on the heavy metal detox. Focus on that. Get the heavy metals out. Chances are a lot of you are dealing with that variety. Focus on the the shingles chapter in the uh, book one. If you don't have book one, and uh, I I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. You should have it. You should. (laughs) You should have it by now. (laughs) Okay, Um, and focus on that. Look at the shingles chapter. You could easily pick off some supplements. Start with the top five six, seven supplements from the shingles chapter and start moving your restless legs forward. Get a hot and cold compress going. Get the hot compress at night. I mean, sorry, in the morning, get the cold compress at night. That can make a big deal for restless legs too. And uh, stay hydrated for the liver so it can flush and cleanse because the liver needs to stay that keep that hydration. Make sure you're drinking water with lemon squeezed in it, which is credible for restless legs. Incredible. And if you're somebody that's freaking out about citrus and because it's something you heard and you don't want to put lemon in there, then that's just misinformation that exists out there. It's what I'm talking about. It's all just messed up out there. Okay, you guys. That pretty much concludes the Restless Leg Syndrome show. But just know that I care about you and that I love you and that you mean a lot to me because I know what you're doing. You're working hard. I see it. I see it on Instagram. I see it in other places. And I'm proud of you. Spirit tells me how much everybody's doing. I want you to take care of yourself. And uh, just know that I'm here with you on this ride and journey. And I love you. Take care. Bye-bye.